There is a superhero in all of us. We just need the courage to put on the cape. We'll talk with Steve Cam, leader of Nerd Fitness, on this episode of Live Happy Now. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential. To think about positive psychology, it's a science. And it's actually younger than the Internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness. You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain. And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now. Hello and greetings and welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Houston, thanking you for joining us wherever you're joining us from and however you might be listening. We are just thrilled that you're here. We're also very thrilled a new issue of Live Happy magazine is about to come out. We encourage you to look for it on newsstands everywhere. You can also get the digital edition. It's available in the Google Play Store and the Apple Store, so you can put it on any device, whether it be an Android or a tablet or an Apple or an iPad or what, well, you can't put it on a real Apple, just Apple products. Anyway, get the digital edition. It's got all the great features that you come to expect from the magazine, plus more. So we encourage you to check that out. We also encourage you to stick around for the rest of this podcast because Paula Phelps, our Live Happy Science editor, talked with Steve Cam, the author of Level Up Your Life, How to Unlock Adventure and Happiness by Becoming the Hero of Your Own Story. He's also the creator of NerdFitness.com, which is a worldwide community of regular people looking to live better lives. And he says he hopes to become Captain America. Let's check out that conversation. Well, Steve, I'm really excited to talk to you because I do believe that this is the first time we've had a future Captain America on our show. <laughs> so, thank you very much. For, thank you very much for having me. Yeah. So, so I think before we really jump into this, I, I want to find out. I, I see that your goal, one of your goals, is to become the next Captain America. So, uh, do you have a, a game plan for this that, that we might listen in? <laughs> yeah. On? I, I think the game plan involves wearing white T-shirts and, and jeans and keeping my hair cut high and tight and uh, watching the Captain America movies on repeat and then uh, going to the gym and throwing shields as often as possible. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Is there a special gym for that, or can you just, just go to, like, 24-hour fitness? And... Yeah, you can go to anyone. It's all, it's all in your head as far as, you know, what makes you, I think, become Captain America and embody his, uh, his ideals and, and things that he stands for. So it's all internal. That's terrific. So it is obvious that you do take a very different approach to fitness. And, you know, one way that that's evidenced is your nerdfitness.com site. So can you, to begin with, can you tell how nerds and fitness go together? Because that's normally not what we think. Yeah, well, what's interesting is there was actually a, a report recently, I think it was on Fox Health or something, and they said trends that are in, and it was something like nerds getting fit. And I said, oh, no, we've become trendy. <laughs> Like this is this is not that was, it's, I've been running Nerd Fitness for for eight years now, and since I started it, uh, Disney has acquired the Marvel comics and Star Wars, and nerd culture has really become incredibly popular. When I started it, it was simply because I considered myself very proudly to be a nerd, and I had struggled with getting healthy myself, and thought there were probably other people out there like me that didn't want to go to a traditional gym 
or had struggled and tried everything under the sun to get fit and and hadn't cracked the code yet. So I I thought if I had struggled with it and I love this nerdy stuff, maybe there are a few other people out there like me that uh, that would be interested in the same thing. So I Googled nerd and fitness and nothing <laughs> popped up. So I purchased nerdfitness.com. And since then, like I said, it's been something like seven or eight years at this point. Uh, I've been creating articles, drawing inspiration from uh, nerd culture and movies and video games, helping people live better lives. That's terrific. And can you explain to us really the philosophy of nerd fitness? Sure. Uh, I, I think we, we, we try to break it down into uh, three, three main components, one of which is truly understanding that your nutrition, how you eat, will be responsible for 80 to 90% of your health and wellness. So when most people think of themselves getting in shape, uh, they probably think they have to go to a sweaty gym and they have to run on a treadmill. And we come at it from a very different approach. We say, hey, like you're already eating. So let's start with, you know, adjusting your relationship with food. Next, if you don't like doing those particular things, don't do them. I want you to pick a, a healthy activity that doesn't feel like exercise to you. And that might be parkour or yoga or going for a walk, playing with your kids, uh, live action role playing, video games, dancing, whatever it may be. And lastly, don't lose what makes you special. You know, when I use the term nerd, I use it as, uh, as proudly as possible. In my mind, uh, there was a great definition by, uh, I think, one of the king of the nerds these days. His name is Will Wheaton. And he said, you know, being a nerd is not something like being a nerd is not what you love, but how you love it. And for people in Aww. our community, in the nerd fitness community, it just means you care about stuff. It might mean you care about comic books or movies, or it might mean you care about music and or you might be a med school nerd or a sports stats nerd or whatever it is, but you have a passion that's a little quirky and something that you deeply dive into and it, and it brings you joy. So keeping that part of you, but then also understanding that you can save that part of your life and your personality while also eating better and finding a fun activity that, that keeps you active, mixing those three things together makes you you know, the perfect, the perfect member of the nerd fitness community. And, and what it seems to really do is you're embracing who you are. Instead of saying, I have to change everything, you're embracing who you are and saying, I'm going to create a better version of myself. And nerdfitness.com is, is the vehicle that helps them take that journey. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, as we mentioned earlier, you know, I, I jokingly say that I would love to become Captain America. And I'm, si I'm sitting in my apartment here in New York City, uh, home of Captain America, and looking at <laughs> Captain America's shield on my wall. And uh, I love that there are certain things that he stands for, and he has this code of honor that, that he abides by. And, you know, I try to embody those things with myself. So I'm, I, I, I still play video games. I still get lost in books, and I still endlessly debate with friends the nuances of a recent Star Wars movie or you know, a Lord of the Rings book, at the same time, I know how important it is to be healthy and how great I feel after a good workout or how amazing it, it feels to look in the mirror with pride and self-confidence. And I want to bring that to other people too. So does your site then appeal to a different range of individuals than a traditional fitness site? 
Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's there's a term for it. I guess it's the in, in business, it's called the blue ocean strategy. And I, I didn't plan this when I started it. I actually hadn't heard of the term yet. But it's the idea that if everybody, every fish in the water is, is swimming in the same place or all the sharks in the water are fighting over the same fish, you go to the blue ocean. You go to the ocean where the sharks aren't. So Nerd Fitness is, I think, a home for people that don't feel like they have one in the fitness space. Or, in other words, they are. it's a fitness site for people that aren't interested in fitness. So they're the... Uh, the IT guy and the the bookworm and the the you know person that is is studying all the time in college and they know they need to do something and they don't know what to do and they don't get a chance to share their nerdy pursuits with the public and they don't get to share their their fitness goals I guess with their nerdy friends so they come to nerd fitness and and just discover that they get to keep both parts of themselves and. Nothing makes me happier than getting an email from somebody that says, I feel like I found my new home, or they say, I feel like I found my new, I, I feel like I found my new family. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm going for. You're in the right spot. That's so terrific. And, and you know, one of the things that you've done that I, I really love is how you've turned your life into a giant video game. So can you kind of explain what you've done and how you came up with that idea? Sure. Well, I've been, I, I was born in 1984, and I think the original Nintendo came <laughs> out in 1982 or something. So by the time I was four or five, the Nintendo had been around for a number of years. And by the time I first put a controller in my hands, I was absolutely mesmerized. The idea that you could you know, play the role of somebody else and interact in this amazing world where anything could happen and dragons were real and magic was real. Uh, it began this lifelong journey of mine kind of escaping into into games and movies and fantasy lands, uh, mostly because I found real life to be kind of boring. And after high school and after college, uh, I was working a job I didn't particularly enjoy and found myself escaping uh, to a detriment of, I think, my, my personal health and happiness, uh, escaping more often into more and more advanced video games and I finally hit this breaking point and said enough is enough like what is it about these games that I'm so attracted to and you know there has to be some behavioral psychology that's at work here and it's what's keeping me addicted to playing these games how can I apply those same uh, how can I apply those same metrics and those same strategies to my own life to get me addicted to improving myself so I looked at it, and the things that I, I truly enjoyed about video games was the idea that you're always making progress. You know, if you start at level one, then you move up to level two, and at level two, you get a new sword. And when you get the new sword, you can go fight a new bad guy. And when you fight a new bad guy, that gets you to level three. And at level three, you can go explore this new cave, and that new cave might have this other secret. So there's always something to be working towards, and you always know exactly what you need to do next in order to get there. So... It, it, in regards to my own life, I was like, oh, that seems pretty, why don't, I just, why don't I just do that? So I thought about the things that I wanted to improve upon, whether it was learning a musical instrument or traveling to a certain country or uh, working on building a business uh, at Nerd Fitness or improving my, my strength or size or learning a particular skill like a handstand or a, a muscle up on gymnastic rings. And I broke each of those goals into very, very, very tiny steps. I assigned point values to each of those steps. 
And every time I completed one of those steps or completed one of those goals, uh, I gave myself experience points. And after a certain number of points, I allowed myself to, to level up. So ultimately, I looked at this life that we live in as a giant video game or a giant movie that I was playing a role in, and I got to be the character in it. And then I just took every video game mechanic that I adored and that kept me hooked to my TV or computer and tried to kind of transpose it to my day-to-day life and really got hooked on improving myself as a person, uh, socially, physically, mentally, um, you know, from a health perspective, business perspective, uh, getting out of debt. I, I applied those rules to that part of uh, those different parts of my life and, and really fell in love with the idea of improving myself. That's so interesting. And when you're doing that, I love that you're assigning points and, and creating these levels. And how did you keep track of these? Like how did you, what kind of, system did you use for after you develop the points how do you keep track of them how do you chart this because i'm sure there are other people who have video games that are like hey i could do that that'd be a great way to <laughs> meet goals so how did you can you kind of paint a picture for us of how you kept track of those and and how you basically kept the game going sure well i started very simply i you know the i guess pen and pen and paper equivalent uh, i created a google spreadsheet and came up with point values that were just estimates. Like, okay, uh, let's say I need 100 points to level up, and this particular mission or quest seems pretty difficult. I'm going to give myself uh, 50 points for it, or 20 points. And I wrote it down, and after I accomplished that goal, I'd add the points to the total, and, and okay, that was too easy. I should change it for the next time, or, oh, that was, that was more difficult than I thought. Uh, I should earn more points for it. And like anything, you, you kind of start, and you – figure it out along the way. Now, I figured after talking about this and doing this and hopefully inspiring others to do the same, uh, have actually actually built a character creation system at uh, nerdfitness.com and levelupyourlife.com, which is the name of a book that I had written kind of about this, this journey and helping people turn their lives into games. So you can actually create your character on Nerd Fitness. Uh, we've created a series of quests and missions for people to complete. I think it's so interesting the way that you have different um, types of characters for different interests and different fitness interests. So when sure. well, when you go to that site, how are they going to create a character? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the like like real life and like in every video game, nobody nobody plays it the same way. Uh, I think some people would love to play as a big lumbering warrior that swings a huge sword and. <laughs> And it's the guy at the front of the lines and other people want to play as the wizard in the back or some people might want to be the stealthy assassin or the stealthy rogue. So when you play a video game, there are certain game types or game, uh, certain characters that you're drawn to that you want to, um, that you can imagine yourself being. So I figured if, you, if that's how a game works, then life should be no different. So I took the, the most famous uh, video game archetypes and transposed those to real life. Uh, physical activities so that when you decide that you're going to create a character, you can choose what type of character you want to be. So, for example, if you're interested in powerlifting and barbell strength training, you'd be a warrior. If you want to do parkour and gymnastics, you'd be an assassin. And if you want to do mixed martial arts or uh, karate, taekwondo, you'd be a monk. And if you wanted to run, bike, swim, you'd be a scout. So we actually have seven different archetypes, and we tell you about each of them and uh, encourage you to 
you know, quickly think in your head like, oh, that's the kind of way that I would like to train and that's the type of character that I tend to resonate with when I play a video game. I'm going to head down that path and try to start crossing off some quests uh, in that particular line. Um, but, we, you know, we still encourage people, like, hey, even if you pick this class, it doesn't mean you can't try some quests in some other lines, too, uh, to make you more well-rounded and, and really help you discover what you like. And how does looking at it through the eyes of a character as a quest change your perception of it versus I'm just me and i got to go to the gym and get this done? <laughs> yeah, how, how does that switch in, in our brains and change our – it really does gamify the whole experience, but can you explain how that happens? Sure. Well, I think that the thing that I've found most important and the, the biggest psychological shift for me when it came to exercise was instead of saying, oh, I have to go to the gym and oh, I have to run in a treadmill, instead, because you have these missions or you have very specific benchmarks that you're working on, the mentality shifts and you start to say, I wonder what I'm capable of this week that I wasn't capable of last week. Oh, man, I did nine push-ups today, and last week I only did eight. That's, that's getting better. And next week when I hit ten in a row, that means I'll have completed the quest and I can move on to the next one. So it's a very distinct mental shift from I have to do something to I get to do something, and I can't wait to find out what I'm capable of. So the thing that makes me happier than anything, uh, other than when people say I feel like I found my new home when they find their fitness, is when we hear success stories from people that have lost hundreds some people have lost hundreds of pounds while reading nerd fitness and following what we recommend. And I think a hundred percent of the time I've asked them, what's the biggest thing that has surprised you about your new life? And overwhelmingly the response, the thing that has surprised them the most is them saying, I can't believe it, but somehow, some way, I don't know what you did to me, but I actually enjoy working out now. And it's because they have shifted their focus from I have to do something to what am I capable of and I can't wait to find out what that is. That's so exciting because this is something people struggle with at all ages and all levels of health. And they really struggle with staying engaged and motivated to to keep fit. And so it's, it's so incredible that you could find that way to change the psychology of how they view it. Well, yeah, I, you mentioned you mentioned a, uh, an important word there. You said motivation. And I think, you know, at this point in the year, everybody wakes up one day and says, this is it. I'm going to get in shape. And for <laughs> a few weeks, they are very motivated. And they wake up and they put on their workout clothes and they go to the gym and they attend their aerobics class or they run on the treadmill or they, they follow their workout to a T and they eat their chicken and broccoli and they get through two weeks and things are amazing. And if anybody has been in the gym in – during a month of January, January 2nd versus January 30th is completely <laughs> different. January 2nd, that gym is packed. And on January 30th, it's a ghost town. It's because most people rely on motivation. Motivation is fantastic to get you started. But if it's the only thing you're relying on, I like to think of motivation as like your fickle friends that love to bail on you with a text message 20 minutes before you're supposed to hang out. So motivation will bail on you when you need it most. So instead of relying on motivation, putting in systems like this and applying game mechanics to how you prepare and recruiting a buddy to join you on your quest or adding real-life accountability to, to your system to get you to stay in shape, doing those things is so much more valuable 
than just relying on motivation and using that to get you to the gym because motivation is going to leave you the second you need it most. Terrific. And I'm sure a lot of people are saying, yep, that's right, right about now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I saw that one of your fitness plans is based on Angry Birds, which I thought was fantastic. <laughs> so can you talk to us about what Angry Birds have to do with fitness? Sure. Well, like anybody, I've pulled out my phone from when I'm waiting on a waiting at a bus stop or standing in line to get food or waiting on a friend to show up for dinner and uh, spent far too much time playing Angry Birds. And I thought to myself, what is it about Angry Birds that makes it so enjoyable and in true nerd fitness fashion, how can I how can I take this thing that has nothing to do with fitness and turn it into something that might inspire people to exercise? So the thing I loved about Angry Birds is that you can pick it up and play it whenever it, you know, it, it might take, you can play for 30 seconds or you can play for two hours. Hours. And you'll, <laughs> you'll still, you're hours and hours, you'll still be able to make progress. Now, when people think of exercise, they probably think I have to put on these clothes. I have to go to the gym. It's going to take me 20 minutes to drive there, an hour to work out. Then I have to shower. Then I have to change. Then I have to drive home. I don't have two hours today. I, I'm, I'll go tomorrow instead. So what Angry Birds does is it removes that that excuse of I don't have time. It's it essentially breaks your uh, a workout down into the tiniest of bite-sized pieces that you can spread throughout the day. So even if you only have 30 seconds and you do that three times a day, it's enough to at least get you started. Now, as I mentioned early in this interview, nutrition is 80 to 90 percent of the battle. So when it comes to doing a workout like Angry Birds, yes doing push-ups and squats and, and a plank in, in your cubicle here and there or doing those workout things is important. However, what I found is even more valuable when you do a workout consistently and you spread it throughout the day is it's consistently reminding you, I am making a conscious decision to live healthier. As a result of that, I should probably not sabotage myself and eat poorly as well. So you know, on days that I exercise, I eat better than on days when I don't. Uh, because when you exercise, you're constantly thinking, I'm doing this to improve myself. Hopefully, once you understand that nutrition is 90% of the battle, okay, I'm not going to do all of this hard work and exercise and then undo all of it in five minutes by eating a really unhealthy fast food meal or stuffing my face with, uh, you know, six pounds of pasta or whatever it may be. Right. So. Angry Birds is a fun way, to, and in addition to that, just like Angry Birds, you can earn stars based on how well you do. Uh, I created a point system for Angry Birds as well, and a spreadsheet that you can fill out and put your workouts in on, and and see how many how many stars you can earn. And as you get better at the workout, earn more stars, and and hopefully uh, get more done with each little bit of time that you can work out each day. What a fun way to approach it, and with this, just as you had done when you were starting it, people can use this beyond fitness because it's really about using a different approach for achieving goals. So so once they understand your concept, they could really use it to achieve personal and career goals, things like that. They? This can be templated into other areas of your life. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the cool thing I found with, and really the reason I ended up putting the, this book together uh, was that I found many people changed themselves physically by exercising better and eating healthier and looking at life like a game. And it built a little bit of momentum. And they'll say, hey, maybe I am in control. And if I was able to lose the weight that I didn't think I could lose, what are some other self-limiting beliefs that I've had? 
or what are some other aspects of my life that I'm not happy with that I have just been accepting that I'm now interested in changing. So we've had tons of people that have lost weight and then said, you know what, I am going to go back to college or you know what, I, I, there was this job that I was interested in applying for, but I didn't have the confidence to try it. And now why not? You know, there was nothing. We had a, a gentleman that read um, Nerd Fitness a number of years ago and joined one of the online courses. You know, he dropped 200 plus pounds in, I think it was 16 or 18 months or, you know, wow. some, something along those lines. And then he realized that he didn't like where the rest of his life was going. So he actually ended up moving to a different state, got a different job. Uh, started dating for the first time, and I just heard from him yesterday, actually, uh, letting me know that the girl that he had been dating for a while, he just proposed to her, and uh, they're oh, going to get married. Terrific. So, like, it, like I, I started crying my eyes out. I'm like, this makes me so happy. And as you said, you know, this stuff, it, it, I started it with fitness, but nerd fitness has truly become a community helping people do improve every aspect of their lives. You know, I've used this concept to improve, uh, actually, while writing the book, I wanted to prove the concept works. So I decided I wanted to learn how to play the violin. So I've been taking violin lessons and have been working on my skills there in a gamified way. And, uh, you know, other people might use it to write a book or uh, travel, learn a foreign language. You know, I, 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 I've heard stories and shared examples from people that have, as we say, leveled up their life in uh, uh, plenty of different ways, which has been really exciting for me to hear. And, uh, uh, you know, I can't wait to hear. Can't wait to hear even more of those stories as they continue to roll in. And when you started doing this, did you imagine it would catch on this well? I mean, we all start projects, and we hope, <laughs> we hope it's going to do well. Did you imagine that it would resonate with so many people on such a, a broad level? <laughs> I wish I could say yes. Of course, I dreamed big. <laughs> I'm a visionary. Of course, no, I did. Paula. <laughs> no way. I. I was playing video games and I, and I just, I wanted to help people. And I had, I, I had dreams one day, hopefully that it could someday pay the bills and uh, allow me to quit the day job and just focus on helping people. And now we're at the point where you know we get millions of people a month visiting the website. We have hundreds of thousands of people on our email list. I have 10 full-time employees that live in 10 different States helping develop this. It's a, uh, it's, it's really become a movement and a, a very special group of people that uh, I, I never, ever imagined it would be like this. And the crazy thing is I feel like we're still just getting started. Like there's the, as big as it's become, there are so many more people that haven't heard of us that could desperately use our help. And we obviously would welcome them with open arms and hopefully I get a chance to get in front of some more people and, share the story, and if it resonates with them, welcome them to our community. That's terrific. And I, I know we have to wrap it up, but before you go, would you tell us about your Rising Heroes project? <laughs> sure. So we've learned repeatedly from people. We asked, have you had success in the past year? If so, why? And if you haven't had success, let us know why you think that is. And you know, we, we learned over and over again that the people that struggled were people that were relying on motivation people that didn't have a support group that didn't have accountability and kind of got bored with the entire process. So taking all of those things into account, we created this serialized story that plays out from month to month with team-based real life mission focused experiences. So when you join rising heroes, which you can do through uh, nerdfitness.com. You get sorted into one of four factions, and every week, 
oftentimes during the week you'll receive specific missions that have point values and a deadline. And if you don't complete that mission by that deadline, your team won't earn the points. So your mission might be we need you to go for a walk and cook a meal, or next week it's you're going to try to learn three phrases in a foreign language. So it goes beyond just health and fitness. Uh, but it's, a, it's this really cool experience where your actions actively influence how the storyline will play out from month to month. So kind of combining comic books with personal development and accountability and teams and support and nerd culture and mixing it all together in this, uh, I, I don't know if anybody else is doing anything like this. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun uh, learning from the people that are in it and watching them interact with the platform. And we have really, really big plans for it. So I'm excited to see how many more heroes we can help and where this storyline will take us as the months go on. That's fantastic. I so appreciate you spending time with us today. I know that we have a special offer. We're going to give our listeners a chapter from your book, and I'm sure you're going to see a lot more people uh, coming and checking you out and seeing what Nerd Fitness is all about. That would be fantastic. Like I said, we we welcome people with open arms, uh, and it's funny. We get many people that email us and say, you know, I'm not, I'm not really nerdy, but I like nerd fitness, and then I'll <laughs> – then I'll start to talk to them, and they'll be like, oh, well, I didn't realize that was nerdy. Yeah, I go, I go, really, I go really deep right. on that. So I use nerdy very, very proudly, and I think other people should too. So embrace it and uh, come join us, nerdfitness.com. If you'd like a free chapter of Level Up Your Life and a free download for the 15 mistakes that newbies make, visit livehappynow.com. And while you're online, you need to tell us what you thought of this podcast or what you'd like to hear in a future podcast. You can do so by finding us on Twitter at livehappy or on facebook.com slash livehappy or just send us an email, podcast at livehappy.com. For everyone here at Live Happy Magazine, including science editor Paula Phelps, I'm J.R. Houston saying so long and thank you for helping us to live happy.